Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Neil Howard, here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much for joining us again. We're going to have a conversation with Dr. Akua Woolbright, Ph.D., National Nutrition Program Director at Whole Cities Foundation. Now, Whole Cities Foundation is a nonprofit of Whole Foods. Uh, Dr. Woolbright is joining us to discuss the recent controversy surrounding the Food and Drug Administration testing of a label that food manufacturers could voluntarily put on the front of packages. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Akua Woolbright. Thank you so much for taking the time with us. And thank you for having me. Well, a brief look into your professional background, if you would, and then talk briefly about being a National Nutrition Program Director at Whole Cities Foundation. Yes, so I am a nutrition scientist. I have a PhD in nutritional science from Howard University in Washington, D.C. And I started my career working in public health in various areas, including HIV, cancer, and weight loss nutrition. And in 2009, I was recruited by Whole Foods Market to join their global team in Austin, Texas, to create a healthy eating program. And through that work, we really did look at different nutrition programs that doctors were using to treat their patients using food as medicine. And what's so remarkable is when you get the food right, the body really does want to reach homeostasis. It wants to return to health. So we saw people coming off medication reversing the disease, and losing weight and keeping it off. And that's the work I get to do now through Whole Cities Foundation. So people actually coming off their meds simply by eating more nutritional foods. So when we work with our um, team members or our employees, we would take them away for 7 to 10 days. Mm -hmm. They would have their blood work and other biometrics done before, during, and after the program. And we saw that doctors were already having to adjust medications because the body's were responding so quickly to the change to healthy food. Well, if you would, give us a quick overview of what the FDA is doing in terms of labeling food currently. Currently, I recommend that people always go to the back of the packaging and look at that nutrition um, label, mm -hmm. and you will see that their serving sizes, number of servings, that's the information we use to read the rest of the label because all of that information around how much fat, sodium, other um, ingredients or nutrients are in that food will be based on a serving size. So it's important to start there and then read the rest of the label from there. I think um, that when people really understand how to read the label more critically, that's when it has the most um, information and ability to help people make healthier choices. Now, for those who don't trust the food manufacturers labeling anyway, I guess, you know, that's the them problem. But for those that do trust uh, the food manufacturers and their labels, these labels can be like tax codes. Uh, I understand that you've conducted a class on decoding food labels. Can you tell us a bit about that class and some of the major takeaways? Absolutely. So I'm glad you mentioned that people may have a mistrust for the label. And I do teach that. In my classes, I tell students that the first thing they need to know is never, ever, ever believe anything on the front of the food package where you see low fat, lower in sodium, um, new and improved. That has less regulation from the FDA. Mm -hmm. And so food manufacturers can get away with making some looser claims. However, the back of the label is more regulated, and so that's where we go to get our sound nutrition advice. 
if the FDA forces manufacturers to put true labeling on the front and it is deemed to, you know, be truthfully healthy, are you still going to want us to look at the back of the label as opposed to the front or use them both in conjunction? I'm going to absolutely tell people to still ignore the front and go to the back. And the, and the reason I'm going to continue to tell people for now to ignore the front of the label is that I want to see exactly how these terms are defined. What do we mean by healthy? I think you got 10 nutritionists in a room. We wouldn't agree <laughs> on the exact number of sodium or the exact amount of fat. So for me, I would still want to educate my followers to know how to make that determination for themselves. I believe in empowerment. And the more information we have about how much sodium we're really looking for, mm-hmm. that's where we can really make those deep changes. Right now we're looking for low sodium, but what's the number? That's what I teach my followers. So do you think that it will be possible to have, I guess for lack of a better term, a one-size-fits-all health label for us to you know, guide us in our, in our purchases? You're asking all the right questions. I'm very concerned that there is not a one-size-fits-all healthy label that we can put on the front of the package. So for someone who is hypertensive or they want to maybe watch their blood pressure, I want to tell them exactly how many milligrams of sodium to look for and watch out for. For someone who's diabetic, I want to tell them exactly how to find the right information around sugar and carbohydrates. And for me, it might not be the label. It's going to be the ingredient list. So that's a little bit different than what others are teaching. So having healthy on the front does not go far enough to help my followers know exactly how to make those smart choices in the grocery store. From your experience, what percentage would you say of foods that are out there in grocery stores that are widely considered by us to be healthy, but they're actually not healthy at all? I have a fun game I play Mm -hmm. in my decoding food labels class where I give people popular foods to actually decode. So I may put them in groups at different tables, and one table may be the cereal table, another table may be the cereal bar table, so forth and so on. And as people read these labels, by my rules and criteria, they're finding that most of the foods they're choosing are not going to meet the test of healthy. We have to get back to the produce department, eat real food from the earth. And when you pick up a tomato, it doesn't have a label, and we know that's definitely going to be healthy for our bodies. I have learned that there are many aspects in med school, uh, nutrition being one of them, that aren't really touched on, which means that there are practitioners who are sent out into the world to help us who have no real clear understanding of nutrition and how it affects the human body. Is that the same case when it comes to people that are manufacturing these foods? They're simply putting a bunch of ingredients into a vat, pushing a button, and going and having lunch. Exactly right. Most people who are responsible for feeding us and providing health care to us are not well-versed in nutritional science. Mm-hmm. And so I want your listeners to know that they can do a lot for themselves by remembering two simple facts, whole foods from the earth, things you will find in your grandmother's backyard or garden, swimming, flying, walking, or growing, real food, like farm-to-table concept. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want them to know is to eat mainly plant-based. That doesn't mean vegan or vegetarian, but eating more plants than anything else. Eating a diet based on green and colorful vegetables, whole grains, fruits, legumes, and just a few nuts and seeds, unroasted and unsalted. So I don't mean planters or other 
um, popular products, but the whole raw walnut. These foods that do not have a label are the ones where we can get more medicinal value. This is where food really can become medicine. Is GMO food as healthy as they say it is, or should we start looking for food that isn't GMO? And is there any food that isn't GMO? (laughs) (laughs) That last question is really the, the question. So there's so much controversy around genetically modified foods versus non-GM foods. I really don't have a lot of time to get into that right now, Mm -hmm. but I would say that if you're trying to find foods that have no um, genetically modified ingredients in them, it's going to be very challenging to do that. I know that the United States is trying to find ways to be able to track the foods back to the source, back to the seed, but I don't know if we've made enough progress yet to really be able to figure those things out. And so the best thing we can do is at least look for labels that say um, non-GMO verified and use those labels to make choices for yourself. If you're looking for foods that are non-GMO, look for those um, verification labels in the grocery store and you can make that choice for yourself. But right now, I think the jury's still out. Give us a website where we can learn more, Akua. I would love for you guys to reach out to me via my website. There's a lot of articles on all these topics so you can really educate yourself. Mm-hmm. The website is Akua, A-K-U-A. Woolbright, W-O-O-L-B-R-I-G-H-T dot com. Doctor, I appreciate you joining us this evening, giving us this information. I'm hoping that we'll have an opportunity to speak again because you've got a lot more to say. I appreciate you having me and I look forward to talking to you again. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Akua Wilbright, National Nutrition Program Director at Whole Cities Foundation. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download it SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.